Have I got your attention now? Good. Because we're adding a little something to this month's sales contest. As you all know, first prize is a Cadillac Eldorado. Anybody want to see second prize? Second prize, a set of steak knives. Third prize is you're fired. You get the picture? You laughing now? You got leads. Mitch and Murray paid good money. Get their names to sell them. You can't close the leads you're given. You can't close shit. You are shit. Hit the bricks, pal, and beat it, because you are going out. The leads are weak. The leads are weak. The fucking leads are weak. You're weak. I've been in this business 15 years. What's your name? Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> you know why, mister? Because you drove a Hyundai to get here tonight. I drove an $80,000 BMW. That's my name. And your name is your wanting. And you can't play in the man's game. You can't close them. Then go home and tell your wife your troubles. Because only one thing counts in this life. Get them to sign on the line which is dotted. You hear me, you fucking faggots? A, B, C. A always, B, B, C closing. Always be closing. Always be closing. A-I-D-A. Attention, interest, decision, action. Attention. Do I have your attention? Interest. Are you interested? I know you are, because it's fuck or walk. You close or you hit the bricks. Decision. Have you made your decision for Christ? An action. And away we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of All Up In Your Geek, the best hour of your week. You're welcome. And with me, as always... Money here. Live. Tape delay. The Goobliette. And this is your good friend, Flash Rodman, activating Ninja Bitch Mode. And this is Lou, a.k.a. Puerto Rican Judo, reminding you that I'm not coming from the Goobliette, I'm coming from the All Up In Your Geek studio, bitch. Nah, you're the Goobliette. (laughs) You know, I noticed that over the last several episodes that the outcry from Bob and I has been a lot different to the Goobliette. We're just kind of like, meh, whatever. Uh, You know what? (laughs) You guys don't have to like it. But you have to learn to live with it. And I think that's what's happened. That thing we've coped with it. Well, anyway, continue. with that, let's geek up. Settle up your horses. We did not receive any emails this week. I'm going to chalk it up to COVID-19. It's fine. It's not a problem. I'm a little sad about it, but we'll move on. So we're going to kick right over to Flash. Yeah, that's right, guys. And that's all right. We, we don't need your emails. 
Keep them! <laughs> you sons of bitches! You son of a bitch! How are you? But, you know, we might not have emails, but you know what we do have? We got some premium PSN games. What's up? Coming to you guys. Oh. I'm, I'm telling you. The, you will you will be so happy to hear about these games that are coming to you. I mean, for, forget about quarantine now, because with these these titles, you're gonna be you're gonna be so happy and engaged. You're gonna be loving it. So what what are you getting? Do you ask anyone? Anyone? Bueller, Bueller. So uh, first game is. City Skylines PlayStation 4 edition. Yeah. Don't worry. It gets better. City Skylines? Game... What? Yeah, you believe it, Lou? City Skylines? The PS4 Build- edition, you... no less? Bro, it's the PlayStation 4 edition. I'm going to give you a quote. Build the city of your dreams. Bring on a smog-filled industrial revolution or create a quiet beach town ideal for tourists powered by renewable energy. Build it your way, bitch. Do you have the ability to build a um, a bioweapons facility? Uh, No, but you have the ability to build a a city which has better PlayStation uh, network games. But don't worry. (laughs) Don't worry, because that's not all you get. No, 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 no. Sony's got you covered, baby. They got you covered because your other game is Farm Simulator 19. Not what? 18. Not right. Not 18, not 17. 19. Oh, yeah, baby. The ultimate farming simulation returns with a complete graphical overhaul and the most complete farming experience ever become a modern farmer and develop your farm on two huge american and european environments filled with exciting new farming activities crops to harvest and animals to tend to yeah and that's it but that's all you need what other games could you possibly want other than these two fantastic titles and I mean, this is fantastic. And don't even worry. Don't even worry about, you know, those people on, on Xbox who, who have the Game Pass. Don't even worry because they're, they're, all they're getting is Red Dead Redemption 2 and Final Fantasy 9 and two other cool <laughs> fucking games. Forget about that because you've got these two. This is all you need, Lou. Money. I mean, download these now. Don't wait. Now. Wait a second. Wait a second. You two have some real balls. Mm. You have... The nerve. I have three of them. Oubliette, and then lead with that steaming pile of donkey <laughs> shit. You two fucking clowns mm. have no business in the Goubliette with your garbage. You, you do know that you do know that whether we did not release the games, right? You no, 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 no. I, I know. I know. I didn't do it. You two. Crap on the googly at every chance you get. <laughs> and then this is how you behave. I, I don't think anybody crapped on the googly at this week. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we just kind of live without the googly at. It's just, we just, <laughs> we just cope with it. <laughs> well, you, you were the one that said cope. I just agreed with it. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you too. So, 
So, so you're saying you're you're not into those games? <laughs> I'm saying play those piles of shit in the all up in your geek studios. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if you could have if you could sense my sarcasm. It was kind of subtle. It was very yeah. subtle. The sarcasm there, but that was sort of my point. Uh, I was actually really fucking pissed. Um, I feel like the PSN games um, have been going way downhill in quality mm-hmm. lately, but this is like off yeah. the chart. Yeah, this, I mean, you know, especially this is, this, 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 this is pathetic. I think this they, is pathetic and sad. Weren't they just giving away like fucking Uncharted last month or something? Yes, they, they, were, trying, right. they were trying they, to promote were... stay home and play or play together at home or whatever. And they had Uncharted 4 and, and I forget the other game. So they went from Uncharted 4 to fucking Farm Simulator and, and City whatever. Get the fuck out of here. I'm yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's been it's been shitty. And, and it's even the Uncharted 2. And, and they were like, oh, hey, everyone's home. So we'll give you like the Uncharted, you know, the, the legacy one that had the three that were on the PS3. Mm-hmm. We'll give you that for free. And it's like, yeah, thanks. But like those are super fucking old games. And I mean, if you haven't if you own a PlayStation four or three and you haven't played those games like what where the fuck have you been mm-hmm. other than Derek? but it's like <laughs> um but i mean i mean like um, yes it's like they you know they gave us that and they gave us uncharted 4 but like those are those are pretty old games uh you know by now and those are games i feel most people already had or, or played and as i was mentioning the the quality of of what we've been getting has been really really uh poor but but this is somewhere off the charts. I mean, I could not have think of anything that I would want less than well, wait, these two uh, fucking games. Would you say that it's uncharted? Yes. Wow. The level the level <laughs> of uh you know poor game selection. Uncharted. We've uncharted. never charted this course before. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do you two a solid. PlayStation Plus. Get that crap out of here. Straight to the fucking compactor. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and even I even I was so pissed. I even looked up the fucking games for gold. I have. For Xbox. I, I just have. I have them right here. I was going to mention them. Yeah, those are better. Are they though? Slightly, not much. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's V Rally and Warhammer Inquis- Inquisitor. Yikes. But the war, you know, I don't even know if it's a good game, but the Warhammer Inquisitor, at least it's like a newer game. I think it didn't come out that long ago. So, I mean, at least you're getting other than again, I don't know when fucking Farm Simulator 19, you know, I guess it was last year that came out. But but I, I would much rather my point is I'd much rather play that than Farm Simulator. No right. one's playing this. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say no one. I'm sure there's someone playing it. Yeah, I mean the other game. The other game seems like a Sim City kind of thing. So I mean, I, I suppose if you're if you're into something like that, I guess you know but, the only silver lining that I can think of, and this is really pushing it, like really, really pushing it, is in this environment now where we really have no control over what the fuck is going on outside, and we can't you know do anything in the communities that we live in or whatever they're giving you these games that allow you to control what happens in your farm or in your city or whatever and you can build it and have a nice city that that's the only silver lining not for me 
but that's the only thing I can see as to why they would consider two games that are that close or that similar in genre. That's interesting, but I would think that that goes a lot deeper than their intentions. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you're giving them way too much credit. Why not flip-flop them? Why not give one of the awesome games last month with one of the shit games this month, last month, and then give the other awesome game this month with the other shit game this month? Right. Yeah, Uh, right. I mean, at least if, you know, if you got one game that was good or or kick-ass, you'd put up with the shittier one, but to have two... I mean, and that's your shit for the month. That's your whole month. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'd really like to know? I'd really like to know how the fuck they decide this. Like, how do they, what What do Me they too. do to the, all right, listen, we're going to do this by quarter. So, like, every four months we'll, we'll, you know, sit down and have a meeting as to what the next quarter's games are going to be. Do they put, like, eight games in a hat? Do they put a hundred games in a hat? Do they slap each other around? Whoever falls down first loses. Like, what, what do they do to pick these games? I, they have, they, they have sure. a room with monkeys. And a dartboard, and the monkeys throw the dart, and whatever it lands on, that's what you get. No, Bob, I think they realized that on the 28th of last month, my PS Plus subscription expired, and I didn't renew it. Yeah. And in Rebellion, they handed out shit. They're going to make- Who's the loser now, D-Money? You are missing out on these choice primo games. (laughs) Joke's on you. Yep. Well, anyway, um, while the free games uh, situation has been uh, pretty shitty, I feel the the streaming situation has been pretty good. Mm. I caught up on a, a few a few movies and shows, mm-hmm. and I'd like to point it out sure. to you that I have a, a very high recommendation, probably to the surprise of no one, but I thought it was worth mentioning, of on Netflix, um, the film Extraction. Okay. With uh, Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, with Thor. Yes. Yes, with Thor. And this was, yeah, like a Netflix original film. And I have to say, it was it was pretty kick-ass. I mean, it's a it's a pretty much a straight-up action flick, um, but it's really well done. Um, I think the, the Russo brothers were involved um, from Civil War and um, Endgame fame. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a great job here. Um, it was very. It reminded me a lot of you know some of the the, the shootings. Definitely uh, seemed John Wick inspired, but that's not really a bad thing. And uh, I thought it was def- really well made. Um, I thought Chris Hemsworth did a great job. There's also a little scene with uh, David Haber from uh, Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and yeah, he was pretty cool. And and there was also an Indian actor too, who I didn't know of before this film. Um, who also does a fantastic job. It's a very, it's a very simple story. Like he's a mercenary and he sort of has to get in there and, and sort of rescue this kid. I won't spoil anything else. It's a very simple plot, but you don't really need a complicated plot for a, a, an action flick. But with that said, they did, they did slow it down in a couple of parts and, you know, you sort of got a lot of the backstory of, of, um, you know, Chris Hemsworth character and, you know, even the other some of the other characters that he was fighting against and then fighting with. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I give it a pretty high recommendation. I think for something, you know, honest that you'd get for free with your Netflix subscription. Right. I think this is, I think that of the original movies from Netflix, I think this is the best one I've seen. Cause while the uh, Netflix series have been very great, high quality, their original films have not been. 
so no. much. The the last one that I can remember that was a big deal was um, the Sandra Bullock one, Bird Box. Yeah, Bird Box. And, yeah. I mean, it was okay, but it was okay. Yeah. But I, this this is this I give a I give a I give a pretty good thumbs up. Um, I mean, I'm sure Derek would rather scratch his balls, but um, <laughs> that's what he's doing now. <laughs> so yeah so i definitely if uh, you know if you like action flicks you know looking for something to watch while you're staying at home extraction and then going back to disney plus we had the finale oh, of star wars the clone wars and let me tell you that please, please don't <laughs> <laughs> you know i'll pause so Derek can can run into the street and you know let a car hit him so he, he could be spared uh more star wars clone wars talk but i have to say the end of this uh uh season and the end of this series was really fantastic yep. it was it was epic um it, i think it hit every note i pretty much wanted it to hit the this four these four last episodes were so well done yep and I of agree. such a high quality i almost feel because there were half hour episodes i almost feel like you could have taken these four episodes turned and just turned it into a two-hour movie and just released that yep that's all you would have needed and the quality is so high I, it could have just it could have stood on its own they could have done um, that and it, called it like you know clone wars aftermath or some shit like yeah. that and it would have yeah. fit it would have fit right in because I mean, oh, it was unbel- unbelievable. The 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 tension was unbelievable. The emotion was yes. unbelievable. Once you can place a time frame to the cartoon as to where mm-hmm. in the movie it was picking up, which had happened already, because there were a few things that had happened early on. But once once yes. it got to the gritty, when when you saw Palpatine say "Execute Order sixty six, you knew this shit was on. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, the, right. The, I and I thought that was the the most brilliant thing about this season was the interweaving with uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yep, masterfully, really masterfully done. Um, I got a, you know, I got a huge kick out of it, and really, for me, was um, everything I could have hoped for, and especially to see uh, what with Ahsoka and Rex, you know, two of my favorite characters. Yep. To because uh, see, that's the one thing where. Um, I have a little bit of a, a one-up on you, Luke, because you haven't seen Rebels. No, not yet. Right. So, like, I mean, to to kind of see, because, you know, when we meet them in Rebels, you know, they're, shit's happened, and we don't really know what happened, and this kind of fills in some of those gaps. So it, it adds it adds a little bit extra to that. And also to see all this shit with Maul, and he's one of my other, like, favorite fucking characters. Yo, that guy is fucking <laughs> relentless, bro. Is is so awesome, and it makes me so happy. There are a few things these days that make me really happy, but but really seeing Maul and seeing the Maul that I always wanted, that was my one biggest um, complaint with Episode One. Is they had this awesome character with Maul, and they just like they tossed him away. They killed him, and just tossed him away, like literally threw him in the garbage. Yeah, and th- and that's where the Clone Wars for me was just such a a fantastic um, fan. Series because it brought this character. Not only did it bring this character back, but it flushed him out. Like you've never, I've never seen a character flushed out. And to see him in these episodes, like with the chaos and the yep. and being a force of nature, 
and the destruction that he caused was for me worth worth the price of admission. Plus the end, the very end of this final episode was haunting, and and yeah. it really it hit everything in the final shot. It was, I mean, it was really it was, really the, really perfect. You 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 said it right. It was very unnerving. Like just it was. You know, it, it was very ominous, and I don't want to give it away because I know people who are still catching up, and I know we might have people who are listening that haven't finished or are just starting or whatever. But it was very yeah. ominous. It was very like, wow, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know right. what's going on, but it's like, wow, why, like, why do I feel this? You feel the tension and the emotion yeah. in what was going on. You can see the emotions in the characters' faces once that whole. Um, scene with getting off the ship happened and I, I don't want to give away the names or anything but you could see the fatigue and the strain and the just the mental breakdown of realizing what just happened and what is going to happen now you can see it um, you know so yeah I thought it was well done and the two things that I take away from this is one I agree that they kind of flush Maul down the toilet in the movies however mm-hmm. I don't think that the movies would have done him as much justice as this show did. Um, no. Yeah. Oh, well, that is a great point, and I 100% agree. You're right. Even if he was in the movie, we still would have not have gotten this this level of depth, and that is really the benefit of these, you know, these series, these um, and these streaming services, the yep. the ability to take your time and really flush out these characters, and that's why. And I was thinking the other day, I really feel like I'm really uncertain about the future of Star Wars when it comes to theatrical movies. I'm not sure, you know, I, I'm not sure what we're gonna get, you know, and right. it's gonna be good or whatever. But I am very confident that good Star Wars still exists and still can be made in this episodic series streaming services i I think this is where the great star wars is 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 and might you know very well be going into the future i think the this is the kind of format that really does star wars justice and really gives everybody i think what they want Mm -hmm. um you know yeah i mean think about it Uh, it the this these last few episodes with maul or even when they started focusing on him more put so much development into his character that you almost got a sense that you know he's this badass Sith. But at the same time, the passion and conviction that he has with what he wants to do and what he believes, when he's talking, he comes across as a very calm and intellectual type of, um, you know, I guess for lack of a better term, Jedi. He's almost like a Jedi in that sense where he can see what he wants to say and communicate it without having all of this chaos around him. But when the chaos needs to come... It's right there, just like that. And just that character development alone from a character that we know was way better than what they accomplished in the last three movies with Ray. Um, Oh, my God. Night and day. I thought that the character, I thought Ray's character was great. She played the role very well, but there was not a lot of depth to it. No, no. And it's, and yeah, and that's when I think I mentioned it last week, too. You know, when I look at Ray and then I look at Ahsoka, it's really a tale of two, you know, night and day uh, to two characters. One handled as well as you can handle a character. Mm-hmm. And now she's a fan favorite loved by almost every everyone when it comes to the Star Wars community. Exactly. And then you have the, another character who was <laughs> handled the almost the worst you could possibly handle the character. And, and you know, she's the most decisive 
character there is and you know right. some people like her and, and a lot of people hate her so the, to me it's really you know uh, execution really the, a story of execution yeah i agree the other thing that i got from it is that now we're going to get i i know that rebels is there and i don't know how much of it some of the characters that are left now in this after aftermath contribute but at a minimum i think i know we're getting ahsoka in the mandalorian because we've already covered that and it's been out but now we could potentially have like a a rex series which is pretty cool yes i um i would be all for that i'm not i'm not sure the only thing about that is i'm not sure like uh because i know they have an issue with like age acceleration so i don't i don't know but i would i was always down for like a clone like show like a show that focused on that like and that's that was another really strong point from this whole clone war series is is how they flushed out and really developed these these clone troopers that that again were in the film were just like a throwaway thing it's like yeah here are the clones whatever they're you know built off of Django fed blah 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 right. nobody cares exactly but the show and and really and that's why and I'll wrap it up as I know Derek's falling asleep but um <laughs> That's that's why I'm I'm such a proponent of 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 the Clone Wars show is because everything that sucked in the prequels or you didn't like in the prequels, Clone Wars fixed. It's like oh, right. Anakin was a whiny bitch in the in the prequels. Well, guess what? He's awesome and badass in the show. Maul was a throwaway villain who didn't last one movie. Oh wait, no no no, Clone Wars. He's awesome and the way he should be. Oh, you, you know you didn't like you know Grievous in the in the movies. He's a douchebag. Oh wait, no no no, Clone Wars really cool, really dangerous. And I could go on and on and on. Yeah. All the things you didn't like in the prequels, Clone Wars fixed. Even the um, even the transition from, you know, the clone troopers to like the stormtroopers now after Order 66, you got more emotion out of those troopers when Order 66 hit than yeah. you ever did. Like in the movie, they just meant, okay, Order 66, boom. But in in this series... Like having seen the development of all the characters and the squads with their generals and the Jedi's and whatever, you can yeah. see it and the struggle. And it, I, I thought that was what the best execution was. It told a yeah. much better story and put so much meat on that bone that it was like, yes, give it to me. Splurge. Yeah, Derek, give me the meat on the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But no, I agree. I actually want to go back and watch that episode again just to take it all in. Yeah, absolutely. Highly recommended. Yeah. Highly recommended. You're Are you with- in your very own Goobliette? Well, Frank Morales is your guy. He has experience working with sellers, buyers, renters, and anybody else you can think of. Frank's your hookup, baby. You can get a hold of him at Supreme Realty, which is located at 620 to 624 Orange Street in Newark. Don't beat yourself with the ugly stick. Give Frank's team a call at 973-461-3912 or shoot him an email at fmsupremerealty at gmail.com. And tell them all up in your geek sent you. Boom. So, guys, yesterday we're outside. It's a beautiful day. Kids are outside on the trampoline, jumping, having a grand old time. And we have some friends that live a couple blocks away from us. My kids are friends with their kids. We're friends with the parents. You know how it goes. Right. 
they go on a little bike ride and they're passing our house. So the kids see the trampoline. It's a new trampoline. And the kids want to jump on the trampoline with my kids. So they stop the mother, the father and the kids. Kids, you know, is it okay if we jump on the trampoline? Of course, get on there. You know, everybody has been away from everybody for so long. It's a fantastic opportunity just to have some people time. So they end up staying for about two hours. And then I guess it just gets a little bit later than that we all realized. So they're like, why don't we order some pizzas and just have some pizzas? Okay. I'm like, okay. Again, beautiful day. The kids are having fun. We're talking to the parents. Sure. Why not? Let's just get a few pizzas delivered and, and that be that. So we do that. So I live on a corner of, I won't call it a busy street, but it's a, a popular street in our area. It leads to busy streets. That's, that's a good way to put it. So we get a decent amount of traffic. We get a lot of walkers, joggers. And when I tell you that almost every single grouping of people that passed by that saw us in our driveway, our kids on the trampoline, gave us the dirtiest fucking looks because we were hanging out together. We were not socially distancing, as you might say. And you guys know me. You know, what the fuck are you looking at, cocksucker? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and the other father who's here is a lot like me, too. Okay. So these people are giving us dirty looks, and, you know, we're staring back at them like, what the fuck? What's the problem? You know, nobody's giving anybody any trouble here. Mm -hmm. We're not putting anybody out. You know what we choose to do? This is my fucking property. I live here. I'll do whatever the fuck I want here. But we probably had, we were probably out here for three, maybe four hours total. And we probably had no less than 20 people walk by and 95% of them gave us like dirty looks. And of course, you know how my wife is. My wife is, I guess, normal. (laughs) So it affects her, but it didn't affect me. And I don't give a shit. It's not my fucking problem. Mm -hmm. And I want somebody else's take. Am I wrong? F- wrong for what? F- what uh, you didn't? Are you for hanging out with people and not practicing social distancing? Is that what you're asking? Am I wrong for a hanging out with people and not socially distancing, and b not giving a fuck that other people don't like it? Um, for the first part of it, yes, I do. For the second part of it, no, I don't think you need to give a fuck. Okay. That, that that part but, of it that part of it is your prerogative, but um, no, I, I I do agree. I I think there is maybe not anything that you did wrong. I just think mm-hmm. there is something wrong with it in general because you're not the only one that has you know that has done that. Mm-hmm. Well, it was an impromptu thing. We didn't plan it. You know, we just, we saw them on a bike ride. They stopped. Hey, how are you? The kids saw the trampoline, which is new. So it's like, can we jump on your trampoline? Of course you can. You know, and, and one thing led to another. We were just outside bullshitting and then it got late and it's like, oh, let's just order some fucking pizzas. Nobody cooked. They didn't cook. We didn't cook because we were all outside. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess I get your point in that, like, oh, we should be socially distanced. But you know what? I don't I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I have an immune system. And if I can't fight this pussy virus off, then I deserve to die. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't agree with the mindset. I certainly um, I'm not going to say you're not entitled to that opinion or that feeling. You certainly are. And, and I dig that. I think that everybody has, you know, the right f- to say whatever, and I may not agree with it and I don't, 
um, because I've seen it in the news. I've seen it around town and in other areas where I go that people are not um, from from my opinion being safe about it. And I think that that's part of the problem. Um, so from that aspect, yes, I, I think that that was not the right thing to do. Um, but if people are walking by and giving you looks again, they're entitled to those looks, but fuck you. Like, I mean, just look and keep it moving. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I feel like if, you know, you're on your property and you're doing, you know, what you want on your property, it's like, you know, fuck off, you know, but at, but at the same time, the only thing that, you know, I, we had a nice day here yesterday, too. And and I've, you know, I jog from time to time and I, I can't really wear a mask when I jog because I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so but I do try to stay away from everybody, you know, as, as much as I can. And I did run into a lot of people just hanging out, you know, no mask, whatever, just all on top of each other. And I'm just like, all right, you know, not really a fan of that right now. But, you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give you dirty looks and I'm not going to come up and give you shit. I'm, I'm going to fucking mind my business. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Just, you know, whatever. I, I've seen it and I've not given anybody looks. I've not stared. I've not said anything because to be quite honest, it's, you know, it's none of my business. It doesn't matter. Right, right. If, it doesn't matter if it's on their property or if it's somewhere else. Whatever someone else decides to do, it it's their decision and it affects them. It doesn't affect me i got my mask on i'm not hanging out with anybody i'm only home i go to the office when i need to at this point um and i wear my mask in the office out the office i got gloves on alcohol spray whatever the fuck like you know go shopping wipe shit down buy buy whatever buy wipe it down like i i'm i'm taking the precautions because i know that you know there are people that i live with that have um uh other conditions that could pose a problem should this virus get introduced to my household. So I'm taking extra precautions. Not that I wouldn't in the first place, because I'm paranoid by nature. Um, But you look at, I guess looking at how far and how much this has spread specifically in our area. um, I, I, I don't understand why anyone wouldn't be practicing social distancing or, or taking those precautions at this point. Right. Well, and I get that. But like I said, it wasn't a planned thing. It just kind of happened. At no point did any of us feel uncomfortable with it, which is, like you said, our prerogative. And it's important to note that nobody that walked or jogged by the house had any masks on at any point. Right. You know? And I guess my position is just like, if you don't like something I'm doing, I mean, don't give me like a snarky fucking look about it. If you have something to say, say it. Mm hmm. Have a conversation like we live in a community where somebody can approach me and say, hey, you know, you guys should really be practicing social distancing and we don't appreciate the fact that you're not. I would have told them to suck my dick anyway. But at least I appreciate them being forward with me rather than just giving me like, a, a you know, this smug look that I want to smack right up, fuck off their face. You know, I'll I'll associate the looks with 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 a feeling of. You know, we shouldn't have to fucking say that like this is this is not something that's affecting new jersey or something that's affecting our immediate area this is something that is affecting the entire planet and everybody's Mm -hmm. going through the same shit at the same time and those other places that have had success with their numbers coming down or with reducing the spreading are strictly following whatever orders are being given to them by their government 
And here we are not following that, and we're the ones struggling the most. Uh, or, uh, well, let me not say that because I don't have statistics to back that up. But, you know, we're, we're struggling more than others who have gone by whatever guidelines they've been given for this. Um, and I think that's my, that might be where it comes from. And I'm, I'm not condoning it. I mean, you're right. I, I wholeheartedly agree. If you have something to say, fucking say it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, regardless of what, you know, the answer might be or what your position might be. But if you got something to say, say it. I mean, I go, I, I'm the same as Bob. I've gone jogging. I've actually broke out my bike and rode my bike around in the mornings when I can get out of bed because I've gotten used to sleeping a little later than normal. Um, but I do wear a mask when I go out, not like one of the uh, masks that I wear to go to work, but I have kind of like a face guard from from the winter. It's kind of like a hoodie scarf combination type of thing. And I put okay. it over my nose and over my mouth. And I same thing. I have a little bit of difficulty breathing, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. I know that's not how the virus works. I know I'm not going to go outside and coronavirus is going to be waiting outside on the sidewalk like, hey, I see you, buddy. <laughs> You know, I, <laughs> I know that's not how it yeah. works, but it, you it's know, not going to, it's, it's not, not going to be on your fucking sidewalk, Lou. It'll slip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll slip. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I just, you never know. You never know who you might run past that'll sneeze. And then you're wondering all day, oh shit, what the fuck? Um, but I don't know. I, I, like I said, I understand where you're coming from, um, but I do think that we all, everybody, every human being owes it to ourselves at this point to be as safe as possible. Um, but I can't control that. I can only do what I can do, and that's it. Sure. And you know what? I, I guess I'm at the point now where, like, I've had enough. I just, I don't give a oh, shit. Yeah. I, I don't want to live like this forever. I'd, ra- I'd honestly rather die than live like this for the rest of my life. Than live like this for another 50 fucking years. I, I don't need that. This is how I was living before, so I really don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. the point, it's more so for my family than me because I'm happy. Happy as a fucking pig in shit just hanging out inside and keeping to myself. Sure. But my kids, I mean, they have friends. And, and you know, my wife is, is a more social person than I am. And it's just like th- this is affecting them and they're miserable. And it's affecting their moods and emotions and happiness from a day-to-day standpoint. And I don't want to live with a house full of people who just are not fulfilled. Mm-hmm. No, I dig yeah. it. Here. You know, I dig it. I guess my the flip side to that for me is that you know, when all this happened, I had a conversation with the kids and I explained to them the severity and what was going to happen. And, you know, sometimes we just got to do what we got to do. So I'd rather they I'd rather they be aware that that their decisions to be made. And it's not like we haven't gone anywhere. We've taken them out. We've walked around. They've ridden their bikes and taken like we've done things just to get them out of the house. Um, mm-hmm. But we're certainly in no rush to have any play dates or anything like that, because, you know, not that. Where not that we have something that we could spread, but you know you don't know where anybody's been. You know, right. it, this is not a discriminatory thing. This could just literally you could be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and and you got it. So. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all. All right. Well, Bob, you mentioned it last week. I was counting down from when you mentioned it last week. I have downloaded and played Streets of Rage 4. Yes! <laughs> Holy shit. It is a lot better than I thought it was going to be, especially since it's free. 
Yeah. Um, well, that helps. <laughs> it's it's a it, it's really good. Like it's got the same pace of the other games. It starts you off with uh, four characters, two of which are from in the previous one, and two are new. And I believe there's up to sixteen unlockable characters as you play through. Um, yes. The 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 fucking artwork is amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, they did a good job of making that game look. It literally looks like a comic book. And you're moving people around in a comic book, but no grain. Like, it's smooth. Um, yeah. The movements are smooth. The moves are smooth. It's almost the exact same button configuration, um, minus a couple of tweaks here or there for the reverse attacks. Like, you, you know how you're punching somebody? Somebody comes up from behind, and you can give that little back fist. Yeah. Um, you know, so you you know they have a button dedicated to that, or you can okay. push the two buttons together like old school if you want to. So, you know, All they right. really give you that option. I haven't done the online yet. I heard it's up to three or four players online, which is really cool. Um, yeah. So I haven't done that yet. But uh, my son and I got through the first four levels together. And he, nice. he fucking loves it. Um, cool. You know, even oh, that's my, good. Yeah. Even my daughter got a few uh, a few rounds in and, and she was like, wow, this is really cool. Um you know, plus it had a female character that she could play or two female characters that she could play. So she was happy about that. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not thrilled about the way one of them was dressed, but I mean, I, I right. can't say that <laughs> in front of her. I don't want to give her any ideas. So yeah. um, overall, man, it, it's great. I don't know how long it is yet. I don't know how many levels because I've only gotten to four and I haven't counted what's on the map. Um, yeah. But overall, so far, it is really fucking good. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's everything that I heard. Um, you know, I've heard pretty much all positive stuff. Um, and yeah, and like you said, a lot of people were sort of skeptical, you know, kind of going in, not knowing, you know, if it was going to be really good, if they really get into it. But then once they once they actually played the game, really liking it and enjoying it, and then I'm glad you brought up to like the visuals, because that was another point of contention. A lot of people saw that new graphical style and they're like, ah, oh, it's bullshit. It's crap. It looks like a cell phone game, blah, blah, blah. you know, which is, I mean, they're all valid points, but to say it before the game comes out, it's, I think is kind of silly. you like, you know, wait till you get the game right. before you judge. But yeah. you know what, from what I've heard and what I've seen is that, yeah, the visuals are really a lot better, um, especially in person yeah. than, than they first appeared. Um, I, yeah, I think, I think there's something like 12 levels, I think something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, you're you're lucky you have the Game Pass. I don't, mm-hmm. but don't worry because I got uh, you know Sim City and uh, Farmer Simulator <laughs> coming my way. So you keep your Streets of Rage four because I'm covered. That's funny. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna pick it up. I just, you know, I'm just holding fast to my rule because it's twenty five bucks. And as much as I love it, and as much as I do want to support it, you know, I'm the, I'm kind of patiently waiting for for a price drop, and then I'd be happy to you know get in it and kick some ass yeah it's they've even got the uh you have to play through the game first to unlock a lot of these modes but they actually have the old battle mode back where it was oh yes i did see that the one-on-one with the whatever characters almost like a fighting game type of thing um right i haven't done that yet but i was happy to see that because when they i don't know if that was in the first one or if it started in the second one but that was a lot of that was a fun mode to play it was a lot of fun no definitely and and especially now i think you can um I think you do up to four people with that too, which would probably be a blast. Yeah, you know, do like a battle royal or something. Absolutely. Cool. So I'm I'm looking forward to um, 
to keep playing that. Where, where I have a game where I'm doing it on my own on normal, and then I have one uh, that I've done with my son, and I, I, I put it on easy for him, but I don't think he needs it. He was playing normal with me, and he was getting through it just fine. So yeah, I think we're just going to stick with the normal game. I did it just in case so he didn't get frustrated. Um, yeah, because I don't want him to break my shit. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, good. That was I, I'm I'm happy it's on Game Pass. I'm happy that I downloaded it. It's a lot of fun. So I, yeah, if you're waiting for that price drop when it comes, you should pick that up. You get you you you'd enjoy it. I think even money would enjoy it. I don't know if you did you play the other Streets of Rage. Well, way 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 back. I did mean, you, the original. did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, they're fun. I mean, I think all beat 'em ups, they're they're fun, but they're shallow. All right. Yeah, you know what? I, I I'll give you that. It's a beat 'em up. You get through each level. You got a boss, and you know you're saving the girl at the end. I get it. And that's fine. I mean, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It, it it works for what it it is. You know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. You get that happy. It's fun. Everybody has a good time. So no complaints. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I I hope you do get it, Bob, because it was really good. Oh, it's been really good so far. Cool. Well, I'm glad to hear. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that you're that you're enjoying it. Yeah, I look forward to picking it up soon. You know, <clears throat> going back to uh, we we spoke. I think well, we we kind of mentioned it last week. So it's not, but it's not really a continuation other than the topic. Have you guys heard or read about um, what's going on with Last of Us Two right now? No. Besides, after the release date announcement, I have not heard a thing. So I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I saw there was some news, but I, I haven't. I didn't get a chance to get to it today. So, well, they they released the new trailer, and I know they did that today. Uh, but before that, uh, you know, I was on I was on the um, on my Facebook page, and then I went on to the um, the All Up in Your Geek Facebook page at All Up in Your Geek, by the way, and. Um, I saw a couple of posts in the in the video game groups that I belong to and they were talking about a lot of people were talking about canceling their reservations. And I'm like, I don't understand. They they got the release date. So why are people canceling their releases? So it caught my interest enough to just, you know, open up the conversation and peek through the thread to look at the comments. Apparently, there has been some type of leak with the game story and the end of the game. Is posted online somewhere. So, what? yeah. So people have read how this game finishes, and are no, so it's... and are so unimpressed with what the script or story version of what happens is that a mass exodus of re- of reservation cancellations has occurred. Wow, that's crazy. It is crazy, and you know the. Reason... I don't. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. Yeah, me neither. And the reason why I'm I'm bringing it up is because, you know, part of the underlying theme of this show is how this society in general is so weak minded sometimes and so offended. And, um, you know, they, they, they need this instant gratification and then they get it and they got to protest it right away. And I'm reading this and I'm like, so what if the fucking spoilers leaked? So what if you don't like it? You don't know how the game plays, and you don't even know where this information came from. You don't yeah. know yeah, what. I, you don't know what no, they I did. Gonna, right. I was just going to say you don't know if that's if that was you, an old ending that possibly they changed or reworked. I mean, until you play it, you don't know for sure. Right. Right. 
and I'm I'm reading and I, I'm looking at these comments about how Sony could do this that, or or how Naughty Dog could is it it's Naughty Dog right yeah how Naughty yeah. Dog can do this and they after this person left it sucks and you know the first one wasn't that great and I'm like what the fuck are you talking about yeah that's um, crazy so I mean I guess my question is putting Last of Us aside and just taking this scenario and putting it with any game. Is there any situation where spoilers from a game that you're waiting for would be released and you happen to read it or hear about it or whatever and you don't like it and you cancel a reservation? Is that something that either one of you would do? I don't think, no, I don't think so. Like with with the ending, like if, if I heard that, you know, maybe the game was broken or maybe like the gameplay was not as advertised, mm-hmm. I might consider it. But I mean, if the game is still fun and it's still a blast to play, even if the because look, I've had plenty of my my share of disappointing endings and, you know, shit where I was like, oh, that kind of fell flat. But I still it was still more about the journey than the destination. Right. And as long as I'm having fun playing the game, I could I could forgive a so so ending or, or not a great ending. You know, so I, I don't I don't think so. Like it like it would have to be something where it was like, you know, the Fallout 76 or where the game was just like fucking broken or like the WWE 20 where, the, where it's like, you know, you got guys flying around the ring like assholes. Right. Or it's like unplayable. Then then it's like, OK. Or, you know, if I thought the game was going to be one way and then it's like, no, 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 it's totally different Then then I would maybe consider that. But otherwise, I, I don't. Um, I think I would want to play it myself and kind of make the judgment call on the ending myself. Yeah. I mean, Bob really took the words right out of my mouth. Life in its entirety is about the journey, not the destination, you know? So to give up on a game before playing it, before feeling it out, before experiencing it in any way, shape or form, especially a sequel to a game, the caliber of the first last of us, Mm -hmm. no chance. And I mean, I, I think, it just speaks to the point that we drive home and over and over and over again about how soft this society is. I think this is just another example of my disdain for what we live in. You yeah. know, it, it, people, I, I mean, their vaginas are so bloody. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, what the fuck? Like, you have no idea how you're going to get there. And like, like you said, Bob, we don't even know if this is accurate. If this is, the real ending, you know, oh, yeah. we're still enough out that we don't know that. And maybe they did this on purpose because they want you to expect X and you get Y who knows. Right. So I don't think there's any example of a story just not ending the right way for me. That would cause me to jump ship before even playing the game. You know, yeah. I would go as to say that shitty endings in games are the normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kinda. you know, unfortunately, that's kind of how it is. So maybe I've become jaded over the years, and that by the time I get to the end of the game, it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, did I enjoy the experience? I did, great. You know, two of my favorite games ever that I've recently played, the endings were blah. You know, they were just like whatever. Who gives a shit? Right. You know, and the two games I'm talking about are Hollow Knight. And the Talos Principle, where going into the ending of the game, I expected more than I got. Right. But that still didn't take away the experience. Mm-hmm. Hey, 
No. You know, and then you could take a game like a Mega Man, you know, where every single entry yeah. into the series has been fantastic, and not one of them has even had an average ending. They all suck. Spoiler alert! Dr. Wily loses! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't know if that's enough for me to to cancel a reservation. I I don't reserve as many games as I used to. But yeah, me neither. Even the games that I did reserve, I don't think that there would be any way that I would cancel it because of, of a, a spoiler leak. I'd be upset that there was a spoiler leak, but to that point, I'm looking forward to The Last of Us 2, but even though those spoilers have been out there and this story is out there, I've only armed myself enough from what I've read to be able to say that this was the problem. I haven't read those fucking spoilers, and I'm not going to because right. I don't want to fucking experience it before I play it. I haven't, right. even, finished, I haven't even finished the first one yet. Yeah, you I, know? that's why I stay with the interwebs. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. You can't go anywhere without getting this type of information or finding spoiler this, this person did this. And it's not just with video games. They do it with movies. I remember, you know, when fucking Game of Thrones was out, people were trying to, you know, hack the fucking HBO and get the whole series and then someone put it online. They had to take it off. Like, what? Why? I don't understand. Yeah. I, you know? I don't either. I have never intentionally spoiled something for anyone. You know, we, we watch shit all the time on TV where one of us has seen it and the other one hasn't. Or I watch it. I'm like, oh, this is really good. You should watch it with me. Right. You know, and I just keep a stone face the whole way through. Right. You know, I will yeah. not tip her one way or the other. My wife I'm speaking about. I will not tip her one way or the other how it ends. Right. I'm the same way. And and, yeah, some, and sometimes my wife is, is trying to solicit the information. She tell me what right. happened. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. Well, does this happen? That could happen. Like, I'm not. I can't do right. that. I don't want to take I don't want to take a moment away. Like there are right. moments in games and movies and TV shows where you think something's going to happen and then it goes completely south and you're yeah. like, "Holy shit, that was fucking amazing." And for that like 2 seconds of yes. joy, I don't want to spoil that for anybody. Agreed. You know what I mean? So yep. Agreed. Anyway, uh the last thing I got is I've been taking my kids on a journey of 80s movies. Over the last couple weeks. And over the weekend, I watched the original Back to the Future with them. My wife oh. and I. Yeah. And, you know, the first maybe 15, 20 minutes, I could see that they were just kind of like lallygagging on the couch and they weren't really paying attention. And I had to tell them to pay attention. And I had to pause the movie a couple times to explain what was <laughs> going on. And, you know, after one of the times that I did that, I, I looked at my wife and I said, you see, this is why our generation, meaning my wife and I, and our generation was able to process things the way that we did because of movies in the 80s that had all of these things going on and you had to pay attention. Yeah. So probably after the I maybe paused the movie three times and it was within the first 20, 25 minutes. After that, I didn't have to do it again. They started learning how to pay attention. And Did you get your hand out of your sister's pants? <laughs> that doesn't happen in my house, buddy. <laughs> um, it, it went from this, you know, not wanting to watch the movie, at least for my daughter. She's like, you always make us watch these old movies and blah, 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 blah. 
And I said, I'm telling you, just watch this movie. And after about the half an hour mark, she was into it. And she was so into it that by the end of the movie, when she saw there was going to be a sequel, she said, well, come let's watch the second one. No! <laughs> I, I like the second one. But I told her. Yep, yep, too. Yeah, I told her. I said, listen, the first movie came out in like 86, I think it was. I, I forget. I looked it up and I can't remember right now. I said, we had to wait a whole year before we watched the second one. You got to wait at least a week. And she was like, oh, come on, I want to watch it now. Um, so they'll watch it this weekend. <laughs> but, you know, even watching it a second time around through adult eyes, because I've not seen it in a while. What a great fucking movie. It, it is a great movie. It's actually one of the best movies. I, I think I read somewhere that they even teach it in film school. Like they say that script is like one of the, you know, yeah. like most best, like concise, like kind of scripts there is so i mean it's really stood the test of time it was amazing then it's amazing now it's one of the all-time classics i mean you can't beat it no yeah nothing more needs to be said about it except save the third one for a really tough (laughs) one yeah i will i will yeah (laughs) yeah that that is like you know oh shit you know the tv's broken and the only thing that will work (laughs) is back to the future three i guess I enjoyed Back to the Future 3, but it was certainly not nearly as good as the original, and it wasn't even as good as the sequel. Uh, no. But, I mean, I could, I could understand you guys saying you liked the second one. I mean, it definitely had its moments, but coming off of the first one, I mean, it was set up to fail, and fail it did. <laughs> no, it, I, it wasn't as good as the first one, but, I mean, the movie no. did well. I, all of them did well. Um, Mm -hmm. but that first one was just, it was just magic. Like it was, it was really good, you know, and and watching it, I I know, uh, money, you may not have the same comparison because I know you're not into the, that type of movie, but Michael J. Fox then in that year, or when he was making those movies, Michael J. Fox would have been a really good Peter Parker in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I can see that. Isn't he like five foot four though? Who? Michael, Michael J. J. Fox? Yeah, he's on the short side, but I mean, I they could change that. Isn't, isn't Spidey Man supposed to be? You know, I don't bigger. know how tall. Not Peter, really. Not really. No, I don't think Spider Man no. was ever particularly tall. Yeah. Um, I just think of a spider, and I think of like gangly. You know. No, nah, I don't. I don't think he was that. I well, I mean, he's taller than five four, but I don't know if he's supposed to be as big as some of these other heroes. But I thought he would have played that role very well. Um, yeah, uh, but, but brilliant movie. And I enjoyed it all over again, just watching it with them. And then after that, we followed it up with the original home alone. Cause my son wanted to watch home alone. They, they got a kick out of that. It, it was even, even me as an adult, that last sequence when, when they're in the house and the burglars are in the house, it was, it, it's really funny. Home alone two was better than back to the future two. Wow. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I haven't have, seen. I don't know. About I'm gonna have to watch them both again and see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I really liked Home Alone two or I just really didn't like Back to the Future two. <laughs> but I will say, I will say, Back to the Future three is better than Home Alone three. That I, I know. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> that's a that's a fact. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that's funny, and and that's all I got for this week, guys. Cue up that music because I'm ready to go. 
This level of all up in your geek is brought to you by the High Heel Gamer, the Oprah of the Nerd World. You can catch her every Wednesday on the Nacho Friends podcast at 8.30ish p.m. on Thursdays for the actual release. Boom. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. It is once again, name that game time. I got a nice flaccid one for you this week. <laughs> Good. <laughs> going to get right to it. 1982 platformer released by Nintendo. Oh. 82. Wow, 82. 82. 82. Hmm. Not not um, designed for you guys to get it on the first clue. I'm guessing Popeye. That is incorrect. Okay. All right. The hero and villain roles are reversed from its prequel title. Hmm. Uh, would it be? Is it? Um. Donkey Kong Junior. Indeed. That yeah, I was thinking All the right. same thing. Yeah. Yes, and the giveaway clue. The only game ever created to thrust Mario into the role of antagonist. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, and, boy. I love <laughs> I love some Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let I like that one too. Yeah. yeah. Throw the theme in here while we talk. All right. Yeah, that great was, game. That was a really good game. No, I had I had a lot of fun with that. I think I, I think I had that for for the NES back in the day, and I yeah I used to play that. Yeah, I used to play that quite a bit. I I liked it, and you I know, thought, I don't know. I felt like I, I just liked um I don't know, I liked that gameplay, the climbing on the vines that, and then you'd kind of go from vine to vine, and you know one handed, two handed. I don't know. I, I, I it's, dug it. it's one of the games that I play to this day, and while I'm playing it. I can't put it down, but I can't understand why I want to keep playing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But a great title indeed. I agree. Well, well played, Bob. I was thinking the exact same thing. All right. Well, that's going to bring us to the end of this level of All Up In Your Geek. You can <clears throat> catch us on all forms of social media at All Up In Your Geek. Send us some emails, whatever you got this week, whatever you think about uh, our stories this week or last week. You can send them to all up in your geek at gmail.com and until next week guys geek up shut the fuck up